The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Aloe Cadabra. Aloe Cadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.allocadabra.com today. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Are you? D Love? Hello? I don't know where D Love is. <laughs> he just suddenly disappeared. Well, uh, anyway, today, if you've been following me on Facebook and Twitter, you might have seen my post. Fill in the blank. Safe sex is. It's received almost a hundred comments, most of which really surprised me. But first, it's disclaimer time, since Steve Love is AWOL. The content presented on the show is for informational purposes only. The following information has not been evaluated by the U.S. FDA. The information and the products discussed on this show are not in any way medical advice. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease, disorder, or disability. Action should not be taken based solely on this informational content. Before making changes to your diet and lifestyle, please consult your physician or naturopathic doctor. Using this informational content without first consulting your health professional is your right as a human being, and my guests and I assume no responsibility. Please do not apply the ideas and suggestions that you hear on the show if you're not willing to assume this risk. D-Love. Yeah. You were not ready for Sex with Jaya. I was not. What happened? You know, the trials and tribulations of life. (laughs) I got caught up in the maelstrom of craziness. D-Love was not ready for safer sex with Jaya. Uh, you were not prepared. No, safe sex is for losers. Yeah. Okay, so now let me read some of these comments that I've heard on uh, Facebook. So this is the fill in the blank. Safe sex is uh, liberty to make love with more intensity and losing any control or boundaries. As good as you make it, sex is never safe, is not living in the moment, where rubber meets the road, a way to show others that you don't trust them. If you're with someone you don't trust or think is safe, then you need to reflect on the company you keep. Even with contraceptives, you catch stuff. (laughs) (laughs) There's some arguments going on. Is a sign that you respect yourself and the person you're with, who are you, who you are making love with better than (laughs) Cheez-Its, mostly fear-based. And then somebody says, so AIDS is fear-based nonsense. Uh, not fun. Wearing rubber over your head, uh, as good as you get, boring, good, uh, lots of arguments, not the reason I'm here. <laughs> I get it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, delicious, safe, monogamous sex, uh, except for the fear, not sure what that one is, uh, boring but necessary. 
is for those with intimacy issues. Um, for those with intimacy issues. Well, I must really have some intimacy issues. I guess so. Because I like safe sex. Mm. When two people come together by choice out of desire and know each other. You have germophobia issues. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't, that doesn't matter even if I didn't you have You don't want to get intimate with AIDS. Better than no sex. The only way to live a happily married life. Boring. Happily married life? Yeah, I get, I get a lot of borings. There's a lot of borings. Safe. Uh, safe. Here's another safe. Safe sex is relaxing. Uh, a lot of people just talk about STDs. There's a lot of stuff on there and a lot about stuff, arguments about fear, arguments about, oh, I can just like use my energy. Look, exciting, I'd, I'd, unexciting. I'd prefer that safe sex wasn't necessary. You prefer that it wasn't necessary. Yeah. So if you were to fill in the blank, you'd say, I prefer that it's not necessary. I prefer that it's not necessary, but for safety of everyone involved and to be able to play freely, especially just in today's world. You gotta incorporate safe sex. Yeah. Okay, so it goes on and on because there's like a hundred of them. What are you doing, Gilo? In your bug. Oh, okay. He needs to Other hear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, did you did you clean that off? I didn't have an ear condom on and I had that mm. in my inside my ear. Ear condoms are boring. Ear cooties. You must not trust me. Well, I must. <laughs> you must because you just put in your ear. Yep. Wow, you know, what this tells me is that some people are really in the dark ages when it comes to knowing the facts about safer sex practices. And this is one of the reasons why I'm doing this show. Actually, I had no idea that this was, this was what people would say when I made this little, like, comment. I did it on Facebook and I did it on Twitter and I had a lot of comments. And as you can see, you can go to my Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Jaya if you want to check it out. Well, you've said things in the past about how protected sex and safe sex can be sexy. Yeah. And it's just about making it sexy. And I, from my perspective and from the conversations I have with the people, I realize that you saying that you are actually describing something where you have an uphill battle. Yeah. Because people I didn't do, even realize it. Yeah, I know. You, you don't. And people just don't associate latex and bo- boundaries, borders, with sensuality and connection. Right. So they see it as like a disconnect. It's boring. It's, it's not even really safe because you can still catch things is what I'm hearing from a lot of people. Or, yeah, and you also have um, the whole, it, there's an intimacy issue or a trust issue. I mean, the, that was like a big conversation. The trust thing is, is that whole company you keep thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I argue with that because you, you don't know, like somebody can lie, boldface lie to you and, mm-hmm. it, or, or they may not even know, like they were right. just in another relationship. And they may be the most loving, right, like, honest like person. Like HPV is a virus that can hang around for many, many, many years. Yeah. And it's men. It, I think there are and some very, pop up. very obscure tests for men for HPV. But they can't detect it. They can't detect it. Yeah. So men don't even know if they've got it. So Right. So th- this is actually going to be a very sexy conversation, I promise. We, we were talking about all these critters, but <laughs> it's going to be a sexy conversation because we're going to make it hot because... I think that safer sex can be totally hot, a complete turn on, and really fun. And my guest today is going to set us all straight, Reed Mahalko from readaboutsex.com, and it's R-E-I-D, readaboutsex.com, is a sexuality and relationship educator. He speaks across the nation and is passionate about dispelling the myths about sex. He's a super media person like me. I, I say I'm a media slut. I think Reed is a media slut, too. 
maybe he'll he'll claim it. Um, you may have seen him on TV talking Cuddle Party. As he had a lot of media about that because he was one of the creators of that revolution. D Love and I have done some Cuddle Party. Mm-hmm. That's some pretty safe sex. Cuddle Party. I mean, they don't consider it sex, but I consider it a safe way to be intimate with people. But safe sensuality. Yeah, safe sensuality. But you know, like when you're talking about the more obscure sexually transmitted or just uh, virus transmissions, yes, you can catch a cold from somebody without. Well, yeah, somebody was arguing about the doorknob. Like, you can catch more things from touching a doorknob than you can from having sex. What's that one other kind of thing that's not a STD? It's, uh, STI? it's pox virus. Oh. What's that the um, molluscum contagiosum. Molluscum Don't you contagiosum. just love that one? It's just these little white pustules that show up, and they don't even do anything. They're mm-hmm. like. They can be red. And, yeah, but, but they the, don't tend to itch or mm-mm. any of that kind of thing. But. That's something you could catch from rubbing elbows with somebody. Right, or from a child, because a lot of children have yeah. it or elderly people have it. Right. But it shows up on people's genitals. So there's the level of, like, how far do we want to take this? What maybe A question I would have about this whole category is, what specific diseases am I trying to protect myself from? Because some, like we're right. saying, are just, you know, they, they could be anywhere in your body. And can be transferred by kissing or right. by. I mean, we have bugs all over the place. Yes, yeah. and we're just supposed kissing to. people. We have periodontal disease. Yeah, and there's a balance, like there's a harmony between right. us and the bugs. Right. And if we didn't have the bugs, we'd all be dead. Right. So just boost your immune systems too. I mean, that would be. A... So anyway, before we talk to Reed, I'd like to share a little bit of my two cents on the subject. Um, safer sex is hot and fun, and getting a disease or infection is not. <laughs> so that's just first things first. And, you know, I'd say, like, I love gloves. One thing is, like, as a woman, if I feel safe and that I can trust you, then um, my orgasms are way better. So, like, gloves, they can feel like feathers on the body. So if you just take time to, like, take the gloves and, like, rub them on the person's body. um, Like, you can use latex or nitrile gloves. But, you know, if you're with somebody brand new and you don't know anything about them, you might want to use gloves. Or you're with somebody who you know has HPV or, you know, something like that. And so when the latex gloves. gloves fall out of the dude's pocket at the, on the dance floor, you can be like, dude, you think you're getting some tonight? No way. <laughs> you're talking <laughs> well, about. the whole condom thing, like there's, there's oh, because, this whole thing because like, a guy carries a condom, it means the that presumption he's gonna, he thinks he's going to have sex. Okay. So then you got to carry gloves. You got to you got to carry a thing. condom. You got to carry gloves. I have such a hard time wrapping my brain Dental around bands. all this. You got to have old fanny pack of gear. Safe, yes, have a little safe <laughs> sex kit. <laughs> What's the big deal? How are you going to carry that around? Men don't carry purses. I don't know. Reed will tell us how to carry it around. He carries one around. <laughs> all right. Uh, sex is not dangerous. This is another point I want to make before break. We all have this thing like sex is dangerous. Sex is the bad thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not the sex that is the bad thing. Mm. It's how we act. It's how we are in relationship to our sexuality that can be. You know, like we, we, if we, we play it safe or safer, then we're keeping ourselves safe. Yes. Right. So, you know, it's not the sex that's dangerous. I just want to really point that out because I think that there's a myth out there that this is the sex that's dangerous. Mm. It's the sex that's causing the problems. Sex is only that. dangerous and you may have a baby. 
Right. Well, not even that. If you take precautions and, you, you know, like, I just want to wipe out the whole... Sex is never dangerous. Sex is always beautiful and amazing. Okay. And, and, and all of that. I got you. It's how we are responding. It's our responsibility within sex that makes it dangerous. I got See you. what I'm saying? I hear you. CD love? Okay, good. I'm glad you're on the same page with me. So don't have sex because it's dirty and bad. <laughs> and dangerous. <laughs> and dangerous. That would be the bad message. You know, that that's like the negative message that we've all been told. Mm-hmm. You know, sex will give you diseases. Don't have it. Mm-hmm. Sex will make you pregnant. Don't have it. You know, somebody will hurt you. You're going to fall in love with them and then they're going to leave you and you're going to be have given them your virginity. Mm. Don't have it. Mm-hmm. You know, sex is this dangerous, bad thing. And, and no, 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 no. Okay, there was something else I want to say, but you made me forget, D-Love. I made you forget. You made me forget. No, no personal you responsibility started taking there. Some, you started saying something that wasn't on my plan. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when we get back, we have to go to our break. But when we get back, we will have our guest, Reed Mahalko, on. And he, you know, he's going to set us all straight. I think that Reed is really the expert on safe sex. Reed's going to set us straight? Yeah. Ha ha. Ha ha. Um, and I think he really is the expert. So you can check out his website while uh, we're on break. Read about sex, R-E-I-D about sex dot com. Reed's going to set us by curious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll talk to Reed more Sex with Giant when we return. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last for hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Cadabra. Feel the magic happen. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Sensuality. Sensuality. Oh, oh. 
you're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We love... You got the alakadabra ready? Right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for some pina colada. Reed's going to give us some advice on how to use lube with our dental dams. With we, our dental dams? We need uh, we need some pina colada, alakadabra. All right. Yeah? Uh-huh. All right. Well, D-Love, you can go to alakadabra.com and enter coupon code Jaya for 20% off. <laughs> <laughs> how about I enter Jaya with some alakadabra? Yeah. <laughs> and you give me 20% <laughs> of your future earnings. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Alakadabra.com, enter coupon code Jaya for 20% off. That's J A I Y A for 20% off. Hello, Sir Reed. Hello, everybody. Okay. So, Reed, fill in the blank. Safe sex is awesome and a pain in the ass. um we were talking earlier i don't know if you caught it but d love kind of had a question because he was wondering if you carry around a fanny pack because of all the safe sex sex paraphernalia that you need (laughs) you know what i'm i'm actually emceeing an event tonight in san francisco and i was grabbing my tux uh and i i was going through the pockets in the jacket just to make sure you know what you know that the, the jacket was fine, and I had uh, I found a bunch of condoms in the in the breast pocket, and I'm like, yeah, I guess that's part of my life. I would have condoms on me at any given time. <laughs> <laughs> but we we're talking about like how geared up you have to be for what would be like truly safe sex. You got to have your condoms, your dental dams, your uh, latex bodysuit, <laughs> <laughs> your gloves, your gloves, yeah, your, your nitro gloves and lube. You're- yeah, and you're like, you're like, honey, I'm entering the airlock now. Um, I, will, I will put the semen in the Petri dish. I'm ready. Um, yeah, I, I know it's, it's safe for sex. I, I get to travel around the country and talk to, you know, colleges and, and older adults um, about safe for sex. And what's so interesting when you talk to people about it is, and this was very true for me when I was back in college and back when I was bartending in New York City, um, in my early 20s and 30s, like a lot of people, even the sex geeks, um, we choke when it comes to having the safer sex conversation. And I think a lot of us get stuck in this weird seventh grade, you know, I don't want to have a conversation that might ruin my chances mm-hmm. of, of having sex or make, you know, make somebody feel uncomfortable. Um, and, it, you know, a lot of it, May be true, but my experience has been the more that I share and role model responsibility and at least having the conversation, um, the more people think I'm kick-ass and, and the more sex I have. Mm. Um, and, and I think that kind of responsibility is what you want other people talking about you behind your back mm. uh, about you want, to, you want to be that woman and that guy. And if, if you scare people away because you initiated a safer sex conversation, I think you're better off because 
those people aren't capable of having an adult conversation. Right. Um, and you probably should be trying to sleep with adults. I think most people's relationship problems are stemming from they're not sleeping. You know, they, they, their relationship problems would start to go away if they upgraded who, who they were sleeping with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it can be like a litmus test. If you, if you start to have that conversation and you do lose your chance with that person in bed, you've just probably saved yourself a whole lifetime of headache. Yeah, because, and we'll talk about this, but, you know, there are, you know, safer sex is not safe sex. There are things that you can do to increase the chances of people not getting anything, Um, but you can't guarantee it. So if you're sleeping with or considering sleeping with people who can handle that conversation, they can probably handle um, the emotional stuff that comes up if somebody gets something. And then what, what that means is that your life has a lot, has a lot less drama in it because you had those conversations earlier on and weeded out the people who can't handle the drama. And I think overall, you know, across a lifetime, that kind of upgrade allows you to be more free, less shamed, and, and generally happier. I mean, life, life and relationships will always be a lot of work, but why add more work to it when you don't have to? Mm-hmm. So you've seen the post on Facebook, read, and I was yeah. truly shocked by what some people were writing and just the conversations that were going on. And I was also very happy that the conversations were happening um, because, you know, I just thought people like are all for safe sex these days. And I have a whole bunch of questions for you, but I think that this kind of showed me that there are a lot of myths out there that people still believe or that people think of when it comes to safer sex practices. And so I'd just love for you, maybe we can all riff about what are some of the myths out there? And from looking at this, I see, you know, like, like things like, oh, safe sex isn't effective or safe sex is boring and not any fun and, or safe sex is something that happens if you don't trust someone. You know, like, like some of these things that people believe, um, still. And I, you know, I'm, I'm just, I was really surprised. So love to hear what you think the big myths are that you're hearing out there. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the, the, a lot of the myths or misinformation comes from people just not having enough experience. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, the, the biggest one that comes up or the biggest two, I think are, well, if I'm having the conversation, I must not trust you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that if I'm worried about, you know, catching something, then I'm in some sort of fear-based mindset. And, you know, of course I'm going to catch something because I'm attracting it. Mm-hmm. And And I really think, you know, as much as I'm very much all about creating a life of possibility and, you know, whether you read the secret or didn't, you know, like the law of attraction and pulling, you know, goodness to you. Um, I'm also somebody who lived in New York for 16 years and I'm, and I'm a pragmatist. Um, you know, so if you're driving cross country with somebody, um, you'll probably have a better trip and be more relaxed if they're a great driver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or if they have I a driver's license. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and, and I don't think I don't think you're being fear-based if you're requiring a baseline 
you know, amount of skill and presence um, and know-how, you know. So I think that, that, you know, it's not so much about trust as it's about here's what I need to feel emotionally safe and here's what I need to feel physically safe. Mm-hmm. You know, to go with the car analogy, you know, emotionally safe, I just need to know that you're not some rageaholic driver who's going to pull a gun and shoot the car next to you. Mm-hmm. And physically safe, I need to know that you'll obey the speed limit more or less and you won't drive drunk or, or you know, completely stoned out of your mind. Right. Um, and that you know you have a working knowledge of when you're capable of driving and not capable of driving and how to drive. You know, you apply that to the bedroom, you know, for me to feel emotionally safe and physically safe, I, you know, like to know that you, you know, what your STD status is, you know, what your safer sex needs are, what your, your relationship status is, so that I can relax. And here are the physical things that I need to have happen so that I can relax and enjoy the sex. Because you in bed with somebody worrying about something means you're putting so much energy into trying to ignore it that you're not actually being present, which usually means you're not having fun. Right. Um, yeah. And, and though, like, so that, that's kind of how I approach it. And for people that don't understand how much you can create a space for people to relax so that you can rock their world even more. I think a lot of those people are ignorant or, or naive because they just, no one's ever taught them this because most people don't talk about safer sex and don't talk about how it positively, infor- uh, you know, creates and, and, and impacts their lives. Most people are just worried that if I speak up, I'm going to scare somebody away. Right, right. So we have to go to a break. It goes so fast. Um, but you know, I, I want to talk about making safer sex hot, of course, and giving people some practical tips, but I also wonder if there's a generational gap read, and this is something we can talk about. It's just like, do you see differences among, you know, college students versus people who are older in their views on safer sex? Cause I, you know, I grew up in the era that HIV, you know, I, I never have had a time in my life when HIV wasn't a possibility. Mm-hmm. as a sexual being. And I think that that makes a big difference. So when we return, we're going to talk a little bit about that and give some practical tips on making safer sex hot and fun. And I think, Reed, you also have like an elevator speech. I want to hear I your do. elevator speech. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. We'll have more really fun, hot, safer sex with Jaya. Do you love and read from readaboutsex.com. That's R-E-I-D aboutsex.com. Go there. Check out the site during break. More when we return. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral sex for couples 
features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, Please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We're back. We're talking safer sex. With Sir Reed Mahalko, readaboutsex.com. And Reed, you know, woo, I love it. Um, do you think that there is a generational thing with safer sex? I was talking a little bit about break. You know, I come from a generation where, you know, HIV, AIDS, all that kind of stuff has always been in my awareness as a sexual being. My partner, John, on the other hand, he had a whole sexual life before AIDS. Mm. Like, I can't even imagine that. Like... What was it? Where were you, D-Love? Were you, have you had, did you have a time in your life? You were in New York City when the whole AIDS thing yeah, was, was like Yeah, I was in New really York City down. when I was becoming, I mean, I, I, I was a late bloomer, so mm-hmm. I didn't get to sex till New York. And New York, that was right at the beginning of the whole AIDS epidemic. And one of my doctors was one of my just like regular um, health practitioner was one of the guys on the forefront in mm-hmm. West, in the West Village, dealing with tons of HIV guys when nobody knew what it was. Right. Wow. Yep. So, Reed, what do you see out there? Do you see major differences? Um, I do. I mean, I would say there's three categories. There are the people that were having a lot of sex before AIDS happened. Um, you know, I'm in my 40s now, so a lot of my friends that are in their 50s uh, and mid-50s were certainly sexually active before AIDS, you know, came onto the scene. Um, and a lot of my older friends were also around when the pill came out and, and, you know, 
women being able to have sex without the fear of getting pregnant changed the, the landscape, the sexual landscape, a lot um, and is kind of responsible for the sexual revolution of the, the late 60s happening. Um, but, you know, then there's our generation, which was kind of the, or my generation, the generation that was in high school just as AIDS started happening um, and coming on the forefront. And then all of a sudden, you know, sex was something that could kill you. Right. Uh, and, and we were the ones that kind of had it drilled into our heads, condoms, condoms, condoms. And then there's the generation that I would say, you know, is anyone who's in college now and, and younger, uh, you know, let's say mid-20s and younger, and, and those are the people that were in school when federally funded abstinence-only education was, was uh, in, in high demand or, mm-hmm. you know, not even a demand, but was basically the, the, uh, only thing. <laughs> the way it was. Um, so what you have is you have a generation uh, that's, that's sexually active that's never really had a frank conversation about contraceptives and safer sex that's also only ever known that Michael Jordan has AIDS or um, uh, Magic Johnson has AIDS and he didn't die. Right. So there's a loosening of safer sex protocol these days because no one was taught it and and the thing that could quote unquote kill you doesn't kill people anymore. Um, So in, in the gay the younger gay men's um, circles, there's, you know, less safer sex happening. And, uh, and then there's even the, the you know, septitarians and, and, and octogenarians who are in old folks' homes. Um, people over 60 is also another area. It's actually the second highest growing population for the spread of STDs because those people are like, I'm, I'm postmenopausal. And now because of Viagra, we can have sex, so we don't have to use protection. And, you know, there's a lot of STDs spreading around um, the senior citizen communities um, for that reason. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just remembered something I was going to say earlier as one of my safe sex tips, my two cents. Build your immune systems. So Mm. I was just thinking about immune compromised, you know, elderly immune compromisation, what am I trying to say? Um, you know, and then all of a sudden you're more susceptible to these things. Yeah, I'm not saying don't. These things like that um, are also more susceptible. People yeah. who, who've just gotten out of uh, radiation treatment for cancer, their immune uh, systems have been taxed. So there's lots of different uh, categories of folks who are having compromised immune systems because there's a difference between being exposed to something and actually having having it being transmitted, you know, where your yeah. body actually, quote-unquote, catches something. Right. And, you know, get a lot of rest, drink plenty of water, eat well, you know, keep yourself healthy, and that is another, um, you know, way to prevent you catching things and then spreading it to somebody else. And when you combine that with effective use of barriers, um, conversations with people to figure out what, statuses, you, where you are with statuses, and how to play with people when they have things safely. Um, you know, sex isn't such a hard thing. Safer sex isn't such a hard thing to have. And with the right kind of sex geeks, that's super, super hot. Because yeah. basically what you're telling me is I'm sleeping with somebody who, who's got their shit handled. And, and that means I can relax and play harder with you. 
play harder. Play hard. <laughs> so safer sex. Like a lot of people think safe sex is Using wearing a condom. a condom and that mm-hmm. they can have oral sex and they'll be fine. They're not going to catch anything. So when the two of you in your sex geek diem um, <laughs> are talking safer sex, there's no let's like a, what I'm getting from what you saying earlier is that your concept of it is that there really is no truly safe sex except for no sex. Um, so in the world of safer sex, what, what are you guys talking about so people can actually know that you're not just talking about a condom on a penis? Sure. Um, so first off, for, for people that are listening who want to, you know, jump on online, um, you can go to readaboutsex.com slash safer sex elevator speech, all one <laughs> word. And that'll bring you to, to my page that has a lot of information. Um, if you want to geek out more, go to cdc.gov slash std. Um, and, uh, and those are two really great places to start educating yourself. Because what ends up happening is, you know, the safer sex, working backwards from absolute safest to, to less safe. Um, you know, the absolute safest thing is to never touch anybody ever and, and never, you know, have sex. Mm-hmm. Um, the most commonly <laughs> transmitted, you know, STD or STI, sexually transmitted infection, is the common cold. Mm-hmm. Um, but working backwards, you know, the safest thing to do is to basically create barriers for yourself, gloves, condoms, dental dams, um, and basically, you kind of like you become like a, a, a latex geek, and you just suit up. And the reason you're doing that is that the sexually transmitted diseases are either, for the most part, being transmitted through fluid exchange or skin-to-skin contact. Um, fluid exchange is basically saliva, but not so much because your saliva is actually a very hostile place for germs because your body's designed with the, the acids and whatnot that are present in your saliva and, and the way that your mucous membranes are in your mouth, um, it's pretty, you know, well-guarded and defensible for most things. So, you know, certain activities like um, blowjobs and cunnilingus are harder to transmit things, but it's still possible. And then there's skin-to-skin contact. And skin-to-skin contact is not just mucous membranes like um, vaginas and, and penises, but it's the skin around, you know, your inner thighs, the skin around your anus. Um, those areas, uh, your lips, those are mucous membranes. And skin-to-skin contact um, can also be a way for certain infections to be transmitted. Mm-hmm. Why anybody- this is really important is just wearing a condom doesn't prevent you from everything, from transmitting everything, because your bodies are still, your groins are still touching. However, wearing a condom helps prevent a whole host of stuff that um, from being transmitted in areas that are really um, more delicate. Mainly, you know, a woman's cervix, and, and your penis and your urethra um, with your penis, when you wear a condom, you've got a latex or a, a non-latex barrier between your urethra um, and a woman's cervix. And for things like HPV, that's really super helpful. It won't prevent that you, 
you can't transmit HPV, um, but it sure does help a lot. And it also prevents things like chlamydia and syphilis um, and gonorrhea when you're wearing a condom. So, like, working backwards and wearing less and less latex and having oral sex without protection, um, then you're really just kind of playing a numbers game around statistically what are your chances of catching things if somebody has it. And this is when uh, there's a whole conversation about getting tested regularly and knowing your status because most STDs and STIs aren't fatal if treated soon enough. Chlamydia, syphilis, if treated soon enough, not a big deal. You get a shot, you get some antibiotics, you're, you know, you're pretty much good to go. Gonorrhea is the same thing with the exception of um, a strain of gonorrhea now that's starting to make its way around the world that's resistant to antibiotics. Gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis are actually only super harmful for you if you've had it for two or three years and it's been developing in your system. If you catch things early, um, there's a lot more of options available to you to, you know, get your body back into, into good health. So this is where when I'm talking to people, it's really about getting tested at least once or twice a year. I sleep with a lot of people, so I get tested three to four times a year. Um, I'm also role modeling for everybody that it's, you know, you should be getting tested. Um, but then the other thing is sleeping with people who are getting tested, you know, a couple of times a year who will also tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. If you're sleeping with people who are getting tested who won't tell you the truth, it, it, you're, you're back to, to a crapshoot, um, statistically speaking, and then it's in your best interest to just wear gloves and use condoms for oral sex and penetrative sex and use dental gams for oral sex because that prevents you the most, that uh, protects you the most. This makes sense? Yes. We have to give people some tips on making it hot because we're almost to the end of the show and we haven't done that yet. Mm. So <laughs> I'm starting to get a little stressed over here because I want to give everybody the good bits. Um, well, so we have to go to a break in just like a couple of minutes. Let's start in on some practical things for making safe sex hot and fun. Maybe it starts with the talk, you know, not breaking the moment. How do we do that? The safer sex elevator speech works really well because it gives you a format to be able to share with somebody your status, what your needs are. Um, what your likes and dislikes are in a way where you're role modeling for them a simple way they can talk to you. And why that's hot is if you're, if you're role modeling for somebody how to have a conversation that's always been hard for them and you just made it easy and not a big deal, one of the scariest conversations for them ever, that's freaking hot because not only have you demonstrated that you have your, you know, your shit handled, but that you're just this easy, powerful person who's inviting them to be powerful back to you. And I think in those moments when you're empowering people in ways they don't know are possible and also inviting them to have pleasure with you that feels safe to them, you have created something that most people aren't uh, experiencing in the bedroom. Okay, so we're going to hear Reed's elevator speech when we come back. Because I know, Reed, you have yours, like, memorized, right? <laughs> well, I say it at least a couple times a week. <laughs> <laughs> I love your honesty. Oh, it's so great. Okay, so I promise this whole next section is going to be nothing. We've talked lots of 
theory and stuff. But this whole next session, I promise, is just going to be on tips and making sex safer and hot. And I have to say one thing because it's been on my mind like a million times a show, which is this myth that the more you have sex, the, the more susceptible you are to getting something. I know so many people the first time, the first time they had sex, they got something because mm. they didn't have any education. So it's like, I, I, I think that, you know, just because you're a slut or, and I, and I say that affectionately does <laughs> not mean that then you're more likely laden with lots right. of diseases because the people wrote oh, that oh. kind of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like, Oh, I just don't sleep around or I, you know, I'm monogamous or mm-hmm. the, those kinds of things. And I just want to. Kind of set that straight that you can, it takes one time. Mm-hmm. It's not lots of times right. necessarily. So, okay. Anyway, my, my high horse, my two cents. I promise nothing but tips when we come back. More Sex with Giant. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Kadabra. Feel the magic happen. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Okay, Reed, this is a marathon. We have nine minutes pretty much to um <laughs> to give people as many tips on making safer sex hot and fun as we possibly can and i would love to start with hearing your elevator speech to kind of model for people what that's like because i know a lot of people that their big complaint is you know if i'm having to stop and put on a condom or have to have a talk about safe sex it just ruins the moment so give us yeah. a hot elevator speech 
Okay. Well, okay, so people can go to my website, readaboutsex.com slash speech. And, and there's a whole post with, with the list of things on it. Um, so basically, would, Jaya, would you like to hear my Safer Sex Elevator speech? Please. Oh, my goodness. It is my great pleasure. Um, all right. So last time I was tested was five weeks ago. Um, I got tested for syphilis, chlamydia, gonorrhea, HIV. Um, I was clear for all of that. Um, I have herpes 1. I've had it for several years, but I've never had an outbreak. So I don't know where it is. If you do not want to catch herpes, do not sleep with me because I can't guarantee that you won't get it from me. Uh, my relationship status is I have a primary partner, Allison. I'm polyamorous. I'm queer. I'm also a slut. So that means that I have several relationships at every, any given time. I date men and women, and I have a lot of sex. So whatever you think a lot of sex is, add a zero to that, and, and that's probably closer to, to what I have. Um, my safer sex protocol are with my relationships, you don't have to talk to anybody or get permission to have sex with me. I'm a free agent, and everybody that I sleep with knows I'm like this, and they choose me because I'm like this. As far as safer sex protocol, um, condoms for any kind of penetrative sex. Um, we can use gloves and dental dams and condoms for oral sex and hand sex, or we can negotiate that we don't use them. That's on a, a need-to-know basis, and I'm fine either way. If you've never had somebody go down on you with a condom or a dental dam, you should have me do that because I've heard I'm quite good. <laughs> um, if, if I use gloves with you, it's only because I might have slept with somebody else today and I'm, I'm afraid I can't always wash <laughs> under my fingernails. So please don't take it personally. And I have friends of mine that if they just hear the snap of a latex glove, they, they get horny like Pavlovian dogs because they love, they love using gloves all the time. Um, something that I super like uh, sexually is I love strap-on sex. So, you know, that's something I totally like. Something I don't like, I'm not really kinky and into pain. Pain's not erotic for me. So please don't hit me. Um, that doesn't turn me on. Um, I have been basically having a lot of sex lately because it's spring, um, but nothing super risky uh, has been going on. No condom failures or anything like that, so I don't need to report anything to you there. Um, but I have been having a lot of unprotected oral sex with, uh, with lovers of mine who also get tested on a regular basis. That's a little bit about me. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> so what I love about this, read is you, you, make a hum you bring humor to it, which is always really good because, you know, something makes people uncomfortable. Maybe they, you know, need to laugh a little. But you make it hot by also including what it is that you want to do. Like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, I really do like a little kink, but... I don't know. And just talking about sex for me, like that conversation turns me on because, well, I like latex gloves and you mentioned the whole uh, snapping of gloves. But um, <laughs> but that, you know, just the, the way that you talk about it was so such comfort and humor and also the, the turn ons. I think that including all those things, and you're not you're not like, uh, 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 I think we should use a, a condom. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's a much different conversation. And you're just like, you're like laying it all out. So that's really great. And, um, and one, of the, one of the ways that that's hot is if I'm having this conversation at dinner with you, you know, like, like try to not have the safer sex conversation when you're about to enter somebody or they're, you know, you're about right. to let somebody enter you. Like have it hours before because, you know, like if, if I'm dating you, Jaya, 
that I even have the conversation, and if I do it somewhat masterfully, that's already a turn-on for you. Right. And so the next couple of hours, you're like, damn, this person has their, their stuff covered. He knows what he's going to do to me later, and I want to try that <laughs> dental dam because he said he's really good at it. Yeah. And if, I'm, if I handle that conversation well, especially if you've never had that conversation go well before, right? Um, there's a good chance that I might be kind of good in bed. <laughs> and so you're, you're role modeling by having this stuff handled that you actually might be good at, quote unquote, your job. Right. And I think that's one of the reasons it's so hot. The other thing that's really useful about, uh, you know, an elevator speech like this is at the end when you ask, and what about you? You get to tell a lot about that person, where they are in their life, their ability to ask for what they want, their self-awareness around the kinds of sex that they like and their needs, their standards. You get to know a lot about that person in those, you know, two to four minutes where they tell you their side of the, the sacred sex conversation. Okay, I have to and, move on because we only have three minutes. So yeah. in three minutes, tell us the hot ways that we can use these things. So uh, like you, you said, you're a master at dental dams. Give us a tip on dental dams. Give us a tip on condoms and give us a tip on gloves. Okay, uh, dental dam tip. Dental <laughs> dam tip. Put, put some lube on the dental dam, the side that's going over somebody's vagina or their anus. Um, that way there will be lubrication around, around them. Um, you'll be able to lubricate your side with your own spit. Um, condom use. I like putting the condom on when my penis is flaccid because then I can hump uh, and, and have my naughty bits all up in somebody. Um, it, it's safer that way. And then I don't have to pause to put the condom on later when I'm having an erection and they're waiting for entry. Okay, so I know um, everybody's asking, how do you put a condom on when it's flaccid? You practice. <laughs> practice, practice, practice. It's like, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Um, it, it, believe me, you can do it. Just get a limp dick and a condom and try it a couple of different ways. Um, it, it, it's, it's a lot easier than you think. Uh, and then as far as gloves go, what I really like about gloves and a, and a hot tip um, is have the other person help you put them on. And while you're putting them on, Talk about what you're going to do to them while you're while they're helping you because they're actively helping put on something that is you're now going to anchor to their pleasure and that helps build tension and suspense. Okay, what kind of condoms should people use? Um, it, well, that that really depends. I mean, I like uh, Lifestyle Skins. Um, they make large and extra large condoms. They're non latex, so that means you can you can have sex with them. While if you use coconut oil uh, for massage, um, it, uh, coconut oil is actually not latex friendly. Um, so I like to use coconut oil sometimes. And uh, using non-latex condoms, you can actually have sex uh, and the coconut oil won't degrade them. Uh, other condoms that I like to use, I like, I'm a fan of Trojan. Some people don't like Trojan because they think that Trojan's too thick. But you know what? I'm a sex geek, and I actually orgasm quite easily. A thicker condom helps me last longer, which means I can, you know, rock my partner's world. So that's a whole other thing about, like, use condoms as a means to help control your orgasm so that you don't come prematurely. Duh. That's just <laughs> smart. All right. 
All right. So unfortunately, we are out of time. A little coitus interruptus because I really wanted to go really deep into really making this a turn on. So uh, we'll have to have Reed back on or something with Reed to, to talk more about safer sex. Or you can just go to his site, readaboutsex.com. And what was the slash uh, elevator speech? It was slash safer sex elevator speech. Awesome. All right. Well, be sure to tune in for more Sex with Jaya on our next show and visit my site, sexisyou.com, for more great information like you heard on this show today. I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya. Have you? I've loved Sex with Jaya. You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us.